The information in this skill is provided for informational and educational purposes only. Welcome, and thank you for listening to the Multiple Sclerosis Flash Briefings. When your relapsing multiple sclerosis begins to change, how you treat it should change too. Think beyond relapses and choose a treatment that can help delay disability progression. Find out more at changesinrms.com. My name is Jennifer Powell. I am a columnist with Multiple Sclerosis News Today. Today, I will be discussing how MS symptoms are often apparent years before diagnosis. Many people with multiple sclerosis start experiencing symptoms of the disease several years before being diagnosed, a new study suggests. While it has long been known that people with MS tend to seek medical attention more frequently in the years before diagnosis, than those without the disease, there has been a debate as to whether this is a result of MS itself or prodromal phase of the disease. Prodromal refers to a distinct period of unspecific and mild symptoms seen prior to the onset of actual MS. In the new study, a team of researchers at the Technical University of Munich analyzed insurance data in an effort to address this question. Their findings were published in the journal Neurology in the study Systematic Assessment of Medical Diagnosis preceding the first diagnosis of multiple sclerosis. Using the insurance data, researchers looked for documented medical complaints among 10,262 people with MS in the five years prior to their diagnosis. For comparison, the team also looked at data from 73,430 people without any autoimmune disease. They also assessed data on the 15,502 people with Crohn's disease, an autoimmune disease that affects the gut, and 98,432 people with psoriasis, an autoimmune skin disease. Relative to the other groups, MS patients had significantly higher frequencies of certain medical issues as identified by insurance codes. Notably, most of the issues that they were faced with represent symptoms suggestive of demyelinating events or other neurologic diagnoses, the researchers wrote. In other words, the patients appear to have been experiencing MS-like symptoms years before their diagnosis. Based on this, the researchers think patients are not experiencing a distinct prodromal disease phase, but instead are dealing with symptoms of unrecognized MS. We believe that many complaints that have been attributed to a prodromal phase are in fact caused 
by ongoing disease. Bernard Hammer, MD, a professor at TUM and co-author of the study said in a press release, we therefore believe that although the disease has not yet been diagnosed, it is fully active and not in a preliminary or prodromal phase. The findings may have important implications for MS diagnosis and treatment, the team said. The sooner MS is recognized, the better we can treat the disease. We know we now need to take a closer look at which early symptoms of MS might be overlooked. This could allow us to recognize the disease at an earlier stage and thus enable earlier treatment initiation, said Christiane Gasperi, a physician and researcher at TUM and co-author of the study. In addition to MS-like symptoms being more among MS patients in the years before diagnosis, some medical issues were significantly less common among MS patients before diagnosis. In particular, there were significantly lower frequencies for several insurance codes related to upper respiratory tract infections among MS patients prior to actual diagnosis. This association suggests a link between protection from infection and MS, the researchers wrote, but they stressed a need for more research into this connection. You always do what you can to keep your relapsing multiple sclerosis in check. But if your relapsing MS is starting to change, it can affect your mind and body in new and different ways. So it's important to choose a treatment that goes beyond relapses, one that can help you stay ahead of disability progression. Take charge of your relapsing multiple sclerosis. Learn more at changesinrms.com. Hi, I'm Price Wildridge. As a rare neuromuscular disorder patient myself, I enjoy reading the column by Jennifer Powell, Silver Linings. Expectations equal resentment. It's simple logic, yet profoundly true. Each time I set an expectation for myself or someone else, I set myself up for a potential letdown. Resentment happens as a byproduct of disappointment, despite the best of intentions. As my MS symptoms grow in number and severity, I am keen to care for my emotional well-being. There is such an intricate and undeniable connection between our mind, body, and spirit that if one of them is off equilibrium, the other two will follow. I take a personal inventory of all three to maintain balance. It's not a perfect science, but in doing so regularly, I can identify a spiritual or emotional malady just as I can a physical one. Meditation, guided imagery, and mindfulness help me to recognize these injuries. I can then work toward healing. Our physical, emotional, and spiritual selves are interrelated. Each of these three aspects cannot help but affect the equilibrium of another. When I fall from the MS, I hurt physically, feel embarrassed, and feel spiritually devastated. The pain is physical, the embarrassment is emotional, and the crushed spirit is spiritual. It's a powerful triad. Each works to embrace or detract from the other. Similarly, stress affects each of these three. 
Stressors may begin as an emotional response, but the heightened heart rate, sweaty palms, and sense of foreboding encompass all three. The next time you feel stress, try to identify the impact this stress has on your entire being. I learned about this triad of self to better manage my chronic pain. Utilizing a multidisciplinary approach to pain management helps me maintain a quality of life. It does not mean the absence of pain. I have, however, learned to manage pain and my life by caring for my entire self. My days begin with a 20-minute guided meditation. I turn off my devices and find a quiet place. The familiarity has a Pavlovian effect even before it is complete. I use my mantras to center myself during stressful or painful moments throughout the day. Mantras originate in Hinduism and Buddhism and are traditionally invocations. I use short, one or two syllable audible reminders to help bring my mind back to the center. The results have been notable not only within, my temperament is even keeled and better able to metabolize stress. Multiple sclerosis may thrive on stress. Me, not so much. The information in our flash briefings and podcasts are provided for informational and educational purposes only. Be sure to tune in daily to Multiple Sclerosis News today for the latest news and perspectives regarding the disease. Discover more content that might be of interest to you at www.multiplesclerosisnewstoday.com and be sure to follow us on social media and join our Multiple Sclerosis News Today forums a trusted MS community ready to welcome you anytime.